0: this is what makes men men we're men right oh, indeed we are sir welcome to another episode, episode of the family alpha podcast this is where zachary small is working to keep masculinity in men in marriages and in all fathers the information shared here is meant to be applied we're changing the world one man at a time now let's get into the episode with zach small on the family alpha podcast Welcome to another episode on the Family Alpha Podcast. As you heard, this is the place where we are keeping masculinity in men, in marriage, and in fatherhood. And today's guest is Cooper Jakes, a man who does all of those things. He's a man I've rolled with for a long time now, one of the team leads inside the Fraternity of Excellence. And recent I say recently, but we're over a year now. He's been running the Flame Within Podcast, something I highly advise you check out. The link is below, but check that after you listen to this so you get to better know the man behind the mic. With all that, Coop welcome to the show
1: hey thanks for having me on jack i appreciate it
0: we've recorded a lot of content over the years man we've done a lot of things a lot of meetups in person a lot of just greatness and work and you know we've both grown because of it but for those who missed our journey and the adventure we've been sharing what did i miss you know who is cooper jiggs and why are you on the family alpha podcast right now brother
1: well um I'm here to 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 just kind of talk about um, my podcast, "The Flame Within." Um, who am I? I'm just a regular dude, man. Like I, I, I'm a dude who knew he had to get better, but didn't know how. Who who looked for a way to get better, um, and stumbled and fucked my way through it for I, I don't know so long until I was able to find. Actually, I found you on um, you and um, uh, Craig um, on I think it's some podcast, Craig's podcast, and then. I stumbled upon it and that's, that's really where I started my journey to, to becoming better. And that's, that's how it all, all got started for me. That was like, it was like four years ago. Four, you know, what's incredible five, about or it? Four five years ago.
0: Throughout that process, you've done so freaking much in, in this, in the way of just saying, Hey, just start the thing. We give that advice to men all the time. Just start. That's something you did. You just started talking. I remember like you just reached out, like, what's up, dude? You know, here's what I'm, what's going on. If you asked a few questions and we just started jiving. I was like, oh, cool. You know, you jumped in FOE. We've done some 31 DTMs together. You just yeah. did the thing. And the same thing with the podcast. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, I think I have a message. I think I've got something I want to share. And how did you get to the point of being a man who does that, though? I think that'll be one of the biggest takeaways men can have is, fuck, man, it's not that difficult. You're doing it right now. You are literally living it by just doing the thing. So how did you get
1: to that point? I got to that point. Uh, it was a it was about a about a year and a half ago. I kind of got to the point where I just saw, I looked around and, and didn't like. I didn't like what I saw before, but it just it was really started eating me. when I what I was seeing with other men and what I was seeing with, you know, um, <clears throat> being a cheer dad. <clears throat> you know, you you see certain things, man, and you're just like, what the hell? Like, what what is going on? And then you you just you know like you pick up on things you go to the mall and you notice things you go to the grocery store and you notice things you go to work and you notice things it's like men are just like not put together they just they look like shit and, you know their expectation is like oh you should worship me so it's just like well why the hell would anyone worship you if you're not even really bringing any value you don't you know, look that's, like you bring value you're saying that you notice things
0: for those who are listening to this could be their first podcast man so they don't even know what you're talking about. I do, we've been doing this shit for a long time. But when you say you're noticing things about the dads around cheer, around the mall, and you don't have to be specific, but at large, men in general. And like, we have sat down at a hotel, on a table, just hanging out, having a drink, looking out, and we've watched people go by, and we're, you see it, I see it. But there are people on here <laughs> listening, they're like, well, what are, you, what are you seeing? What are you seeing that's bothering you?
1: What am I seeing that's bothering me? Um, well. The first thing that really bothers me is the way that men present themselves to the world they're not intentional about it, they don't they just look like shit they. they the, 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 just their overall like. You can do a lot with your aesthetic if you just lift and, and you work out and the clothes don't really matter as much when you do those things but they're not even doing that and then on top of that they don't know how to dress themselves they don't how they don't know how to put things together and it's not really that hard it's actually really kind of a simple thing uh to do and it's just like there's no effort um i see guys that are being led around by their wives by the you know just you you go to the store and and, and they're just being for the ball or whatever and then they're, they're you know walking behind the wives carrying the bags and they're you know doing what you know, they consider it as their duty. And it's just like, no, you don't, you don't have to do that kind of stuff. Like, why are you doing that kind of stuff? Why are you presenting yourself the way that you are? It's like, you're, you're still letting your wife buy your clothes or you're not really being intentional about who you are and what you bring, and what you're showing to people.
0: You know, I think that's something that I, way back, I would say when I was still in the military,
1: so before 2014
0: from 2006 2014 that was me man not the one walking behind the wife but i didn't think that clothes mattered i I thought you were gay if you cared about style And, and not in a a derogatory term you know if you're gay like whatever but it's more along the lines of like you cared about your clothes i was like that to me is a feminine trait you know to me that was something that nobody cared about I'm so glad I pulled my head out of my ass. You're actually one of the men. You actually give me a lot of shit. <laughs> I came out of surgery and you were giving me shit, man. But it's it is because it does matter, you know. And, and Tanner Guzzie, he's famous for saying, you know, men don't care how they dress. Well, that that trope is taken literally by many, and and he's saying it satirically. He's like, oh, you say you don't care how you dress, but here's a chieftain of a tribe who's decked out in war paint and feathers particularly chosen beads to wear in certain spots. Like men care how they dress. The warriors have always cared how they dress. The same way I took care of their stuff. The military, you, you clean your weapons, your uniforms are pressed. Men should care how they dress. I didn't, I let my wife dress me and she dressed me like a, a, like a, like a child. Like she had no idea what masculine style was because she's a woman.
1: Well, I think he hit a real key point there, and 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 this is, you know, this goes to the guys that are suffering from like a lack of sex from their wives, is you know they let their wives dress them. You're like a fucking second or third child to them. <laughs> that, that's what it really boils down to. Is like you're oh, like a second, or, and, and it's like, oh, here I you know pick these up for you. I thought you would look good in these today. Well, <clears throat> that's great, but. You know and I, and you know most men will put them on and wear them around and not really even care about how they think they look at them or if they feel confident in what they're wearing they'll just put them on to, to, to um, either shut her up or keep her happy and which is doing neither like that's a that's a completely you're losing that battle um, if that's what you're trying to do and, and but you're you're intentionally letting her dress you and letting her her present you to the world and it may not be what you want to present to the world
0: so let me ask you this did you choose that shirt and that hat intentionally for this episode i i did not intentionally
1: what? i Oof. did not
0: i <laughs> I, 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 Man, um, I had a short sleeve v-neck i came in here it was cold so i came back i grabbed the zip up so i could see you and be like all right he's fucking jacked i gotta make sure i got the v going so you don't have fucking tits. I was intentional as fuck with yeah. this because you were on and you fucking just, wait, you won it.
1: <laughs> and I, I did because I was, I knew like I was going to be downstairs. Like I knew it's, it's a little chilly down in the basement. So I was like, I'm going to throw on this hoodie. And then I got down here and I was just like, it's not that bad. So I took the, I took it off and was like, well, this is what I'm rolling with.
0: <laughs> I'm like, this is it, man. T-shirt. This is what I love about live episodes. This is nowhere to run. <laughs> nope. I was rolling with it. No, I love it, man. You said something else. You were talking about lifting. And you know, we, we hit the fashion side. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's one of the best investments you can make is being intentional with what you're sharing with the world. But those men, and I'm wondering if you do this, when I walk by these dudes, not any fucking psychopathic way, but I'll look like directly at them. Like we walk by, it's like, like a man code, like I look over I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Like another another husband, another dad. And they don't look at you. No. They, they They don't look at anything. They're, they're just in a trance staring at the ground most of the time or feigning interest in what's being said to them, but they're not even looking at their woman. And so that, that lack of presence, I think, is tied to a lack of power. And so can you go back to what you were saying about lifting and starting there? Because I believe that leads into the mindset, which leads into you, the confidence of wearing the clothes instead of the clothes wearing you.
1: No, that's a very good point. And, and that's, that's well said, uh, because that's really that, that is really where it all started for me is, is when you when you're lifting and when you're and you start looking better not only so you can have like this t-shirt that that fit <clears throat> like a tent before and then you get to lifting and it just fits differently it fits differently than your body it makes you um, it, it just like you can see the muscle behind it you can see you know different uh, a different aesthetic completely than than what you were three months ago or when you you know before you started lifting, or even if you were, so if you're, you know, doing a bulk or whatever, you, you look completely different in the same, in the same shirt. So that's why, that's why I said earlier, it's like, it's not necessarily all about the clothes as it is about, you know, lifting and, and in getting your body, um, getting your body um, more aesthetically pleasing.
0: You know, so when you look at your social media accounts, um, even, even the logo for your podcast, the it's you, People are gonna see you and they're gonna form some opinions. Your cover photo is you like, like flex, you got like this is, you know, thing going. People are gonna see this and they're gonna make assumptions about who you are and how you live and everything of that nature because of your physique and nothing more. If as human beings, our eyesight is that important to us and we make all these judgments just off what we see, which is smart, we evolved that way. That's why we have good eyesight. You know, we can pick things up quite well. Were you always in this situation because you said, this is where it started for me. So if fitness is where it started, what was happening before fitness? Because I don't think these people have seen where you came from to where you are. They think you've I, always been who, the, the savage that they see on freaking social media now.
1: I, I love when you ask me questions that you know the answers to. Um, <laughs> always. I, I do, I do, I do. Um, so no, I started, so I retired um, from the military. And it just kind of went downhill from there. Like I didn't have... Anybody? I didn't have. There was no tribe. There was nothing there. There was like, I didn't have any real friends. I didn't have any of that bullshit. Um, And and I ballooned up to like, two twenty-five soft. Like so, wasn't lifting. Wasn't doing anything. I was just a. I was just fat. I was. I was literally fat. Like I, I'm, uh, about two fifteen right now. Completely different completely different, um, aesthetic. Um, um, you know, than it, than it was from then, you know, it's just, it's just a completely different look and it's a completely different, it's just, I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. Um, we, we talked about, you know, being heavy and how that feels on, on a person and how that, how that weighs you down. And it's funny because so at 225, um, I felt weighed down. I felt, like there was no confidence there. There was no, I didn't feel like I had to roll out of bed. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, I didn't sit up and stretch and, you know, I couldn't, <laughs> like, that wasn't I, I happening. I think you're like
0: a bloated dick, just like
1: roll. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's what it felt like. I mean, that's what it felt like. And it felt like that. It didn't just feel like that um, a part of the time. It felt like that all the time. And now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hovering like right around 215 right now and and that's dropping um but it's it's completely different and and i don't feel that way i feel light i feel um like i I can do things at 215 that i couldn't do at 225 when i was just soft
0: so how did you bridge that gap though from standing on one side of the canyon of i know something is wrong and then there's the other side you know you're stripped down lean version Something had to have happened to get you to stick with it and go in the distance, as opposed to most men who pick it up, do it for a week, put it down, go back to how they were.
1: Um, ben, you know, I, I, I don't really, I don't know if I can like pinpoint like one thing, and, and I hope I'm going to answer this. Um, I, hope, I, I hope I'm going to answer this. Um, really bridging that gap was just you know, being part of something bigger than me, I guess. And I think that's what you're asking. And I'm not, I'm not really sure, but, um, you know, when I joined the fraternity or whatever, uh, and, and was able to get around like-minded men and it, it just inspired me to continue to, to continue to keep, go, uh, to keep going and keep growing as a man. And, um, and and lifting was a part of that because lifting made me feel good. It didn't matter. Like if you, I mean, like you can go to the gym and you've had a completely horrible day, right? And, and I'm sure you can relate to this. Like you've had, a, it's been a hard day at the office or whatever. And, you know, you get to the gym and all that goes away and you instantly feel better. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're still overweight, but you've moved and you feel better and you feel better about yourself and your day gets better and that that kind of kept me coming back and then you have to sometimes like you know you got that discipline um uh, to to continue to go even on the days that you don't want to go because really at the end of it uh, at the end of your workout you're going to feel better I've never been to the gym and worked out and said I really wish I hadn't done that I've, I've never, never walked done. out of
0: the Yeah. I've never walked out of the gym saying, man, I really regret kicking my ass.
1: I always walk yeah. out like,
0: fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, like I, I've been to the gym, I've injured myself and I was never like, Oh, I really regret that. No, it's, it is what it is. It, you know, you're going to get injured. You're going to, there's going to be, you know, you, you just have to find a workaround, you, you, you know, um, I have a pretty good trainer, as you know. Um, I was just
0: gonna say now's a great time to drop, you know, the shout out to Phil Foster. Yeah. So I mean, I'm like, on the program, I've shared I'm on the hormones, I'm on the supplements, I'm on the programming, the training, and the nutrition. All in. I'm constantly with shout out. So it's my guests who are also on it are always free. So Coop, you're also in there with Phil, so I see you inside that community. But I would love to hear how getting so the way I've I've heard it and, and watched it play out, you've kind of found like, hey, this is something's not right. You found this the The seed, maybe as a podcast, a blog, whatever. Then you find the community, like, oh shit, this is a thing. Like, there's a bunch of dudes doing this, and then you got the paternity, you've got the thirty one day challenge. You're like, no, I'm I'm fucking in this. Not only am I going to be in this, I'm going to commit fully to this. And so you're cruising, 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 and there's a lot you can do by yourself, but there's also a time to go to the coach, like go to the expert and just let them tell you what to do. And so when Phil rolled in, you and I, and there, there were a few others that were part of like the testing group, we became his like guinea pigs. How does this work? How does that work? You know, he was playing with the system to dial it in and now it's perfected. Now now he's fucking rocking. And now the only adjustments are us, what we want, what our goals are. That's when things are adjusted. And so your experience, you went to that level. And did you find a change in other aspects of your life when you went all in? You know, and you can also share your experience with Phil because I mean honestly, I can't give the guy enough credit. I wish more people were aware of him so they could go and test the waters themselves.
1: Okay, yeah. So <laughs> Phil has a way of saying things. And, you know, I met Phil in 2019 in person. We'd known each other before, you know, from fraternity and whatnot. We were we were friends and whatnot. And, and, but I met him in person um, in November, November 2019. And he has a way of saying things. And he said, man, you're a big boy. But he didn't mean it in a way. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> Bro, I just almost lost my
1: coffee. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, man, I know. You're a big boy. <laughs> um, and I was just like... Man, I've been training. I've been doing all this shit, and and I, I've been working hard. Like I don't understand. And and it was funny because so uh, because I knew what he meant. You're a fucking fat ass. Like and, and that's okay. But he just has a way of saying it that, you know. So it was that night I, I I went up um in my room and I looked in the mirror and I was like, man, he's right. Like he's he's right. I am fat. Okay. Huh how can you help me Phil? How how can you make me better? You tell me what to do and I'll do it. Um, Because I realized at that point, while I wasn't like, I I could dress myself, I could, you you know, I learned to do that. That was a process. I mean, that was like, it was you know very much trial and error for me and so I learned how to dress myself and I learned how to do all those things um, to, to, to look nice and to, to you know maybe to hide some things you know like maybe to hide my gut a little bit or you know accentuate some things that you know like my, my, my shoulders like got broad shoulders. So that was that was pretty easy you know stuff to learn. But what I really hadn't learned is like how do I get to the point where I don't have to do that stuff. Where, where, how do I find that? Like, you know, and, and Phil, you know, Phil was just, you know, he was straightforward with me. And he was like, no, man, he's like, you're fat. And, you know, I had to admit that to myself. Like, no, 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 no. like, you're not doing okay. Like, you're still, you're still, you're still fat. Cause my, my weight had, had fluctuated a little bit. Um, Cause I think, at, I think at that point in time, I was just like, Phew. I don't know three or four months removed from an injury uh i had i had like three injuries at the same time i had a torn labrum and broken finger i had something else wrong and then and then all at the same fucking time which you know i mean that's probably better than you know spreading those out over a year but it was more or less like i was just kind of getting back into it and but i really hadn't i really hadn't dropped the fat and He was he was dishonest with me. You know,
0: I think that's an important part that most men, they'll they'll miss that opportunity. They'll hear that and they'll shut down like that guy's an asshole, whatever. We've seen it in FOE. Guys will come in and share some weak things. We're like, hey, like that's weak, and they 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 shut down and they leave. Like I'm not renewing my membership. Whatever, I'm out. You guys are assholes. We're like, we're the only ones that told you the truth because we want we want to help you. And so when I hear that story, you know, it's like the egg. Like we can cook the egg inside it. We can make some great things. We can get you some some, that golden nutrition, but you got to be willing to open up. You got to be willing to admit some things that maybe you weren't admitting before. And for you, and and same, we had that exact same discussion, except you told me I was a drunk and fat. So Phil does have a way with words, man. He doesn't (laughs) mention them. And I'm just like, I fucking love him for it. You know, it's one of those things. But I, I can't help but see that in your podcast as well. And you know to kind of spin it in that direction. When you have that, when you can admit, like, hey, I'm failing here. That first admission, dude, opens the door to so much more because you're like, all right, maybe I'm not doing my best in my relationship. Maybe I'm not doing my best at my job. Maybe I'm not doing my best with all the debt I'm carrying Year. I mean, a lot of guys have a lot of different issues. And for some guys, they have all the issues. <laughs> but when you can admit the one, and I think I agree with you. I think the body is where you start because you have total control. You don't have total control when it's with a, a girlfriend or a wife. You've gotta work with another personality. You don't have total control when it's a child. Again, it's an individual. You don't have total control with your finances because that takes a long time and you've gotta sort some things out that you might've already fucked up. But with your body, you can literally stop in that moment and say, I'm done eating this, I'm gonna start eating that. I'm done sitting here, I'm gonna start walking there. I'm not gonna skip the gym, I'm gonna go to the gym. You can immediately change that. And if you can control one aspect, that bleeds into the others. And in the Flame Within podcast, dude, You've broken it down to a lot of areas. You've shared wins and losses. And I love that, dude. I take the same approach. You know, when I kick ass, I share it. When I fail, I share it. And I was wondering if if that mindset, that first admission of you looking in the mirror and saying, I'm fucking done. If that wasn't just, I'm fucking done looking like this, I'm also done acting and being like this. I'm going to be my best in all
1: aspects. You know, and <clears throat> I, I'm glad you asked me that question because I, I think a lot of guys... Um, were in my are in my position um you know for me from five years ago and i've, I've told this uh i've said this on the uh, on the podcast before so i don't mean to be redundant here but um for those who haven't heard um you um, talk about this you know i i went to therapy um when this all started and when i started to improve i went i went, I went to a therapist and i sat on her couch and told her like I don't ask me what it is to be a man and I can't tell you that was the hardest fucking thing for me to admit ever but it was real it was raw it was just that was how I felt like I was just like I don't even know what the fuck it means ask me what it means I can't tell you you know I'm getting all these different signals like society tells me I should do this and you know the you know the wife is saying oh man up and you know you're hearing different messages and different things from different people and it's just like, it's, you get all these messages, you know, fucking TV, fucking, you know, like stupid ass sitcoms that they have on that I don't even fucking watch anymore because I can't stand to see men portrayed as stupid fucking buffoons anymore, it's it's maddening. And it, it, it angers me, it, it angers me. And it's, it's, it's that message that they want you to hear. And so that was a very difficult thing for me to admit. And, and and then I said, well, how do I how do I make myself better? Like fuck like fuck the noise. Like how do I make myself better? How do I put myself in a position to where whatever they're saying doesn't matter to me? And that for me is really weird, because I got angry about it to be honest with you, like, I I was pissed off, like, I was just, like, I don't, I don't understand, you know, why I believe the way that I believe, and then I started, you know, I got, I connected with you and Craig, and then, um, and then I um, started doing some reading, and that kind of validated some of the feelings that I had, Um, and some of the things that I was going through, I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, that's right, Uh, you know, you know, this is okay for me to feel this way. It's okay to think this way. It's okay to be this way, you know, as a, as a man. And it really kind of, you know, that first year really shaped, you know, who I wanted to become as a man, who I wanted to be as Coop. Like, and, and, and that was like, I was, you know, I was, fuck, I was 44 years old by that point. So it's never too late. You know, people are just like, oh, well, you know, my life's over. I'm just going to, do whatever no it isn't it isn't too late to to recreate yourself it's going to take time and it's going to take perseverance and you have to put the reps in but man it can be done it it can be done if i can do it anybody can do it and that really that's the point of the podcast because if i can do it you know going from sitting on a fucking therapist couch admitting to a female that i don't know what it means to be a man i think that's the lowest point of my fucking life you know looking back at it you know what i mean I ain't that dude anymore. So um, if I can do it, it, anybody can.
0: No, man, that's exactly what I wanted you on here. You know, it's not just a tale of resiliency, but, but sustained resiliency. You know, you didn't quit. I, you know, I've seen the mind, the body, the spirit transformation. It's cool as shit to have a front row seat to that. Like, it's cool as fuck to just watch people's journeys. And, like, you see it in stories, like the dude slaying the dragon. But I get to see it real life. I see it in my friends and i don't need to turn to a fairy tale like this is the world i live in these dudes slay their demons and sure there's not a dragon flying in the sky but that's actually less scary than having to sit down in the mid that you're fucked up and so i'd rather go fucking swing a sword than sit and tell you like hey this is where it hurts and the, or this is where i'm weak and i need to get stronger like that's fucking hard and so when i hear it good
1: yeah i mean it, no i agree with you because i would rather just go smash some weights to talk about my fucking feelings. You know what I mean? And that's just that's a reality I think that's a reality for men. Because you can just go there and work that shit out in your own fucking mind and you don't have to you're not crying to the wife. You're not crying to people. You're not complaining to random ass people. You're just you work that shit out. And however however you do that, you know, whether it's chopping wood or whether it's, you know, doing deadlifts. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. So long as you're being active and, and, and you're doing you know, you're, you're working that shit out. So, no, man, I, I completely agree with, with what you're saying there. And, and, you know, as far as, you know, you know, having the friends, you, 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 know, I, I've had a front row seat to, to many guys that have, that have shown improvement and you've shown improvement. And I've said, I've had a front row seat to that and, and to fill in. It's just, it's, it's fucking inspiring to see. And it's just like, it makes you, you know, um, appreciate, the people that you have around you. Because it could be a whole lot worse. You know, like you could have those friends that are, you know, you're getting better, but they're continuing to ask you to come to the bar, or they're calling you a pussy because you're not at the bar with them on a Friday night. Fuck that. That's not my life. I'm at the gym on a Friday night. This is yeah. how it is.
0: You're still at the bar. It's just a barbell. Yes, sir. <laughs> but hey, yes, sir. so when when you look at it, you know, I didn't even plan this, but here we are. So we started with the body. You know, and that's just what makes sense. You start with how your physique, your style, the weight, what you present to the world. You move to the mind, facing where you're weak, you know, having those moments, admitting, you know, where you're fucking up and where you need the most assistance. And so that leaves the spirit. And to me, spirituality and all that, I view it more as connection, how we're connected. I think there are a lot of dudes who don't have friends like you just listed. They don't have a squad that's that's growing, people that want to do things. They have the dudes who want to go to the bar and watch football. And so you've created the Flame Within podcast, and I wanted to hear about your experience, not just telling your story, but also the feedback. And inside FOE, you know, you have, you have a segment that's just yours. It's like your internet real estate. I don't fuck with it. It's your thing. Like you fucking run it. And so that ties well with the podcast because I see a lot of the the, the themes. They balance off each other well. You know, guys will break down your podcast in there and talk to you about you whatever it's you discussed. What has your what has the experience been like? Because you were you weren't like, quote, unquote, a content creator, but now the, now you are. And similar to Phil, you know, he was a carpenter, and now he's selling supplements and, and leading training in his life. You went from a guy, you were working a job, and now all of a sudden, you're not just lifting weights and working a job anymore. You're not just lifting weights, leading men, and working a job anymore. Now you're lifting weights, leading men, leading your family, working your job, and creating a podcast that's been spread out to to count in, an infinite number of men who can click and listen and finally feel like, oh... I'm not an asshole and I'm not alone. This guy gets it. So what's it been like to be a, a creator and to have that kind of feedback and connection with people?
1: Uh, it's been amazing, to be honest with you. Um, <clears throat> I've gotten some really great feedback. I've gotten some not-so-great not so, not so feedback. Um, I, you know, as, as long as the, feed, the, the not-so-great feedback is constructive, I'll listen. If, the, you know, if, if it's not constructive, uh, I dismiss it completely. And people say, you know, it gets to people, but it doesn't get to me because I I don't understand it. If you you are going to criticize something, at least be constructive about how they can improve it. Um, And and when you're talking to another man, you should want to be able to help them improve, not just call them a pussy or not just call them some name and and, and expect them to get better. It doesn't work like that. Um, But the, the feedback is, has been great and, and and it made me realize like i am touching other men's souls and and helping them become better and that's that's my mission that's what i wanted that's what i want to do and I, I was able to do that within the fraternity but i knew i could have a broader reach i knew that people I know there are men out there who want to listen and and, and who are thinking the same way um, that I think. They're just afraid to say it at this point, point. and I'm not afraid to say it. You know me like I don't really miss my words either when it comes to, you know, if 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 I'm going to tell somebody that that they're wrong, I or I believe that they're wrong, or, you know, but there's always a message of like, hey, this is how it could get better or you know this you know maybe change your tone or uh, there's always a suggestion there's always something behind that and there's no real like i'm not just going to name call like i'm just not going to do that um and and i and you just can't again like anything else is just noise if it isn't constructive i mean that's that's i believe that 100 percent so but the, the feedback has been amazing and it is really the comments that i've gotten is have, have really talked me and and affirmed that i'm you know i'm in the right spot and i'm doing i'm doing the right thing
0: what do you have to say to the people who say they don't have time i'd love to start a podcast i don't have time i love to write but i don't have time
1: man you got time you, just, <laughs> it, it, you got time brother but, we all, you know, it's it's you watch these, you see these on these motivational videos. We all have the same twenty-four hours. It's what you do with those twenty-four hours, I, and I believe that. But I'm gonna take it a step further. It's gotta be fucking important to you. If if you're not, if you want to lift and you want to get better, but you're not in the gym, it's not that important to you. It's not a priority. You got to make the things in your life that you want a fucking priority. Otherwise, you're always going to talk about what if. You're always going to talk about, you know, one day. And and one day is never going to come if you do not make your shit a priority. What you want to do, your mission, what the things that you want to get out of life. If you don't make that shit a priority, it's never going to come to fruition. You have the same time as everybody else. Just Just like you see in all these videos and shit. You have the same time don't bullshit me you you have the time you don't want to make the time because it's not a priority to you and you don't want it bad enough
0: i love it man you know it mostly because it's coming from somebody that's not me like i'm constantly talking shit, dude i'm constantly like hey like i'm married with two kids and i've got a bunch of other shit going on in my life and i i just make i prioritize it but i also think there's an element to this of fear what if i try it nobody listens what if i try it nobody likes it nobody shares it and i constantly try to remind guys like hey you know this isn't about them this isn't about growing this and having a billion followers every time you do anything it's about you sharing your message so i was wondering what kind of approach you took what were you like when i post something i'm like i don't give a fuck if one person reads it or one million i'm writing this because i have to get this out of my soul
1: yeah i feel that too um i i a lot of my topics are are things that <clears throat> like if I see something or if I hear something or if I hear somebody talk about it, I'm going to talk and it bothers me. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going that, that allows, that's like almost like a therapy to me to where I can just let my feelings and let my, let my thoughts go. And I don't care if they're judged. I don't care what other people say about it. It's like, Oh, you're wrong. Okay. Well, you know, that's my opinion so I don't know how it can be wrong but you know you have your opinion that i'm wrong and that's fine like you can have your opinion we are all entitled to our opinions but for me to be able to express that and to say what i have on my mind is is therapeutic and it's just it to me it's just like take it love it leave it cancel me i don't give a fuck i'm gonna say what i what i want to say and and just let the chips fall where they may. You know, if people resonate with it, awesome. If they don't, they don't have to listen. They don't have to like me. Yeah, I'm not here to be liked. Like, and if I, you know, and you know what I both know. Like, I have pissed some people off. Like, with Dude, my. Dude, I've got words. a
0: stack. I've got a stack of like hurt feelings <laughs> and paperwork I've got to deal with every fucking day.
1: And, and I, I just say it. And, you know, I. I've I've thought about, well, if I change my approach to some of these guys, but no, like it, to me, it's it's not being harsh. The truth is not harsh. The truth is the truth and it's not, you may take it as being harsh and it may sound harsh, but I'm not gonna lie to you and you may hate me for it. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, when you, when you tell guys like, hey, this is the honest truth, this is where you're fucking up, you're just honest with them. You yeah. know, and, and, and I think, you know, I think we've talked about this before, is some men have never had another man talk to them like that, even their fathers. And, mm-hmm. and, and guys who didn't have fathers definitely haven't heard that from another man for the most part, unless I had, a, you know, some kind of masculine um, presence in the home or, you know, an uncle, um, grandfather, someone to kind of fill that role. But most of these guys have never had someone just tell them the truth and just be honest with them. And that's a, you know, that's a shame.
0: No, it is. I was, gonna, I was just gonna say that's a life skill that unfortunately needs to be learned as early as possible, and most miss it. They don't learn it until way later in life, and that's okay. But once you learn it, you've got to own it. And you know and we've seen a lot of cases where men will get really motivated really quick, but I don't know if they think it's a short-term thing. I don't know if they think, you know, like, once I do this one thing, I'm good. I gotta lose 20 pounds, and that's it. And they hit the 20 pounds, they hit 25 pounds lost. Yeah, I'm the fucking man. Let me celebrate by going back to who I was because this was something I was doing
1: and it wasn't changing who I was. I actually have a story about that. And and so I had a buddy. And it was just this is kind of like when, when I first started, I was probably into my journey for probably about a year or so. And my, my, my buddy got divorced. And then I, I hadn't talked to him in a while and I saw him, you know, um, at the store somewhere, and he's like, Oh, this is this is my fiance. And I was like, i'm looking at the student i'm like you ain't fixed the damn thing in your life i'm like this is going to end up the same freaking way like you are just going like y- you've 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 captured a new woman and but your whatever happened to your last marriage is going to play right back out if you don't make some improvements and i told him that like when he got divorced and I looked at him and he'd lost some weight. Yeah, he'd lost about 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And then 6 months later, I see him again and he's or I saw some post or something and he's divorced. Like she left him. Like and I'm like if you don't improve, like you're going to you're going to repeat this cycle. And and yeah, so we when you talk about weight loss and you're not starting from square one because you have the experience, but you're starting from square one because you just took shit on the work that you did for the last year. Now I don't understand why you would do that. Why why you would put in all this work and then just just shit to bed and, and go right back to it. Like, you've made all these improvements. Like, you are... This new man, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I want to go back to the guy sitting on the couch drinking beer, eating chips, and doing what the fuck ever. Why would you want it? Why would you want to do that?
0: I truly I mean, believe that relationship status men give relationship status a certain personality, like they make it a characteristic trait, and I, I I fully believe that, and that's why I get really fucking argumentative and a little confrontational with guys who get divorced and then start bashing marriage, because a lot of these dudes in marriage were disasters overweight, pounding beer, all these situations they get marriage falls apart, ah, she sucks. They get fucking shredded, confident, competent, you know, they got their shit locked in, they're, they're dressing better, and they, they'll have girlfriends or whatever, but like fuck marriage. Ah. And I'm like, "Bro, you 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 weren't this guy in that relationship." When I look at marriage, like you should live as a playboy in a marriage, except you're just with one woman. You should still care about your physique. You should still care about how present yourself to the world through your clothing i mean we already discussed a few of these things but you also live that life of like you have fun you're carefree like at no point am i sitting here like oh i'm married so i should be sitting on the the fucking couch having beer and chips and watching what the fuck ever i don't even know what the fuck's on right now (laughs) i'm trying to think of something the super bowl i didn't watch the super bowl so that doesn't count but you know what i mean like your relationship status should not define you as a man in any way it's it's great like you have a wife or you don't like that's, that has nothing to do with who you are as a man. It's like judging someone off their skin color. I don't give a shit how much melanin is in your body. Who are you as a man? I don't give a shit if you have one wife or three wives or six girlfriends or you're single. Who are you as a man? And you shouldn't change according to relationship status of being on the market or off the market. You should just own your shit and be the best you can be in all facets of who you are. And I see a lot of that in your discussion on The Flame Within is that you're hitting a lot of angles Sometimes it's confidence, sometimes it's supplements, sometimes it's nutrition, sometimes it's training, sometimes it's overcoming defeat, sometimes it's how to make friends. That's a lot, dude, like that's a, a lot, but that all aspects of living is what we're covering here. It's not just, we're, we're a man who is strong, mind, body, spirit, everything in between. We're covering all aspects of what it is to be a man and in the flame within you doing the same. And so why these guys think that, oh, I'm a man X. No, it's just man. Not married, not divorced, not Playboy, not what the fuck ever. It's man, period. That's the foundation. That's it. Be good at that thing, and then build upon it.
1: Oh yeah, I, c- I couldn't agree more. Like, and you've—I like to say—you've never truly arrived. You've never truly reached that pinnacle. You may have reached your goal, but as uh, as a man, you've never reached that pinnacle to where it's time to relax there is no time to relax there is no there is always to me it's always forward progress you always want to be moving forward you always want to be doing something um because should you celebrate your wins yeah 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 absolutely when you reach your goals but what rock are you going to move next you can't just you can't just say okay well I've, I've I've done it I've been there it's like getting married it's like oh I captured my bride now I'm gonna sit around for the next 20 years and be a fat ass you know what I mean like I mean granted that, that that's usually not the intent but people get comfortable and there is not enough discomfort in people's lives and discomfort doesn't have to be you know just sitting in a nice bath or you know going to a deep freeze and and you know negative 60 degrees and and freezing your ass off doing hard things is just going to the gym and lifting running three miles doing whatever it is you know that that keeps you engaged that keeps you it keeps you moving forward and and not you know you're continuing like you continually are wanting should be wanting to get better and to improve your life and your status, and and not only not only that when you do that, you lead your family to do the same thing. They want to get better. They strive to get better, and you want them to be able to see that there is better. And you know that's the thing, dude. Everybody, not
0: I always say the kids are following example, not your advice. That goes with the men around you too. If you start changing. There will be pushback, but there will also be a lot of guys who are like, "Oh, what do you what are you doing? I want some of that." And you'll start to notice, "Oh shit, you know now now Steve's going, now Mike's going. Oh, now we got a fucking squad going to the gym together, or going to the park to run together, bringing the kids together, rolling around with the kids, playing sports." People are always watching. Somebody just has to be the first one to go.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing um, to 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 see that as well, and, and because you don't think, you don't. You know as you're in it and as you're improving and as you're getting better you don't notice the people watching you don't it's not like people aren't it's just like you just it's at that point it's about you and you're in your own little bubble and you're doing your thing but people do notice and people are watching and people somebody at some point is going to improve because you improved or they want to know what you did to improve and like you said you know, pretty soon, you know, you like, you may have a squad going to the gym with you, which is cool. Like, because the point is is to make men better because, like I said before, they've just gotten, um, I think society as as a whole is, you know, overfed and overconsumed, period. You know, like, point blank, like, that's, that's, to me, is like, you don't, you know, a lot of people work to get more things, and it's, that's not that's not the point of all this. The point is, is is to get better and is to improve your what you want. Not what mm. the Joneses are doing. Not what you know, not what your neighbors are doing. Who fucking cares what they're doing? You don't know you don't know their financial situation. You don't know that, you know, that the four cars they have are all, you know, loans and you know, they have thousands of dollars and freaking debt like is that is that what because you don't know right so why would you try to keep up with someone who's doing that like keep up with yourself do your thing do what you want to do not what everybody else is fucking doing
0: yeah you got to compete against your own highlight reel you know that's Absolutely. the thing people see all this shit on social media and they're looking at the highlights like oh, i want this i want that i'm not good enough and it's fucking bullshit you, know, you gotta follow the right resources online. And so for those who are watching this, like I dig this guy, you know, this this Cooper, I wanna check him out, I wanna connect. Obviously I've got his Twitter right there, at Masculine Life, but for those who wanna dive into the podcast, can you give them a quick snippet as to what they can expect that has already been released and what you have coming down the pipeline?
1: Um, I have a few things that uh, I've got some interviews that I'm, I'm doing with some of the guys um, in the fraternity, um, I'm working those out right now. I'm getting those scheduled um, with guys that uh, are just like just like anybody, just like me and you, um, but have, you know, a proven track record of excellence and continuing to improve their lives and, and, and looking for that next rock or looking for um, some way to improve. And, and, you know, I want men to understand that it's just not, there's nothing special about what i'm doing about what they're doing it's just it's just consistency and and a desire to do it and that's that's really what i want guys to understand about my podcast is is just it just takes reps it takes you know the, the the stuff that i bring the point is is like oh hey Okay. Like maybe I feel that way too. Let's, let's maybe dive into that a little bit further. You know, when I talk about nutrition, you know, I talked about pulsing. I talked about nutrient timing. I talked about, um, just overconsumption. I talked about those things because I think they're important. They're important to me because that's how I live my life. And it doesn't, I'm not necessarily telling somebody that they can't be a vegan or they can't be a vegetarian or they, you know, they should only eat fucking meat. Like, do your thing, do what works best for your body, but you need to figure that out and and you can do that because you're a man just like me, nothing special about me. And I, I think that we all can improve our lives um, simply by doing the thing like we've been doing for the last five years.
0: You got to keep it rolling brother. I want to thank you for your time. I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you coming on the show. When I talk to people about changing their lives, you know, when I talk to people about, you know, like all you have to do is start. You're one of the dudes that I frequently think of, not just because we we, we have like conversations, but also because I can just like watch it happen. I've seen it play out. And as you said, you know, on the podcast, it's what I dig. A lot of people think, well, they're, that's easy for them. You've shared how difficult it has been at moments for you. Where you've slipped, where you've overcome, you know. Again, I call it the eight mile approach. I do the same thing. Few you do that, Few you are willing to share where they're not doing well, you do that in the podcast. You do that in person. So you've got my highest endorsement, brother. Send a few fucking listeners your way. It's gonna be fucking awesome. We'll keep it growing. You know, 2022 is gonna be a solid year because we're not gonna quit. You know, there's always another mountain to climb, and we're gonna keep climbing it. So thank you again for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me and and letting my uh, my voice be heard. Um, uh, I, you know i appreciate um everything that you've done everything that you've built and and you, you bringing me on here um that means a lot to me so i i appreciate you zach
0: i'll be getting you back on man we'll get phil on here and he can call us fat, <laughs> He's <helping> us get <laughs> on his fat you know we'll have a fucking panel and get him on here with the, the phil foster original squad
1: you know yeah, see if i can
0: get into his schedule
1: that fucker man like when when i was bulking and i that was like I was on the Slack or whatever, or some Zoom with him or whatever. He's like, "You won't even turn your camera on. Your face is so fat." And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "Man, that's the point of a bulk, right? Is to is to like, you I mean like not to get fat, but to get bigger?" But yeah, so yeah, you know, he just gives me shit. It's all right though. I'm all right. We'll make though. it happen. Eventually,
0: we'll make it happen. And, hey, thank you for coming on. For everybody that listened, thank you for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share. And most importantly, make sure you click the links below to Cooper's content so you can follow him and subscribe to what it is he has coming down the pipeline. Again, the rest of the year, things are going to keep growing. Don't be the dude six months from now wishing you started today. You heard it today. Start today. I look forward to seeing your progress. And Coop, I know is looking forward to getting that DM saying, hey, man, I heard you. I changed. Look what I did. You guys stay well. Another episode down. You've just finished another episode of the Family Alpha Podcast. Now go out and apply what you've learned. And be sure to follow Zach on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Small underscore. Also, be sure to check out Zach's work at thefamilyalpha.com and his private men's community, thefraternityofexcellence.com.